Hey, this is Nick DiMatteo from Music Is Not A Genre. I just wanted to take a minute to talk to you about the service I use to record and distribute my podcasts. If you haven't heard about Anchor, let me tell you from experience, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Here's why. It's free. There are creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Anchor will distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. You can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast all in one place. So please take a moment out. If you are planning to create, record, and distribute podcasts, take a look at Anchor. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. The title is What's the Why? So I've been posting three times a week for years now, and it's worked because before I started posting, I had a strong gut head feeling that what I was doing was exactly right. Song for Saturday, the Thursday throwback track, New Music Tuesday, I post these on Facebook every week. All of them have or had a purpose as do my thrice weekly live streaming gigs on Facebook, which I hope you will tune into. Now that song for Saturday is done after four years, more than four years, I'm looking for the next thing. Uh, last week I posted uh, your name, your favorite bands from A to Z. It, it was so-so, it was a placeholder. I wasn't really ready to start something new. It's not it, the thing. Internet lists are fun, annoying, and anyone can do them. You know, it can be fun, can be annoying. It's not my thing. It's like when Colbert ended his show on Comedy Central, and since then they've been trying different things in that time slot, as they did before his show, too, none of which have worked. Eventually, one will hit, that will work. And that's what I'm hoping this is. So how do you find the thing? You have to go back to the why. Why am I doing any of this? What do I hope to get out of it? What do I hope to give? Answer these and any other core questions, and that thing that fits all of the answers is the one that will stick. So this is my why, to share my music, to sell my music, to spread my music everywhere and everyone. I'm not going to be uh, shy about that. To talk about my love of all music, to have that conversation with you. I want to hear from you, to make connections with you and between all kinds of music, mine or not, and between music and life in general, to entertain, elucidate, exalt, as one of those Greek dudes said, to break barriers, to show that if labels, divisions, the high art, low art, dichotomy, and true objective judgment of merits are at best limiting and at worst all false in music, then they must also be limiting and all false in life. So what's going to stick on Saturday? I don't know yet. But in this climate where physical and political and philosophical division are way too present and way too powerful, I know that the thing that will stick will be the opposite of all of that. It will unite. It will spark talk and action. It will be the answer to all the whys. And it starts today with us. Now go listen to something and tell me your why. So we're going for the second round of these mini videos. Uh, again, uh, working to connect ideas and music with the rest of life. Uh, and this week, the topic is genres or labels. 
A few years ago, I started a project called Music Is Not A Genre. It was a sprawling 60-plus song recording project that I'm actually halfway through and will be releasing uh, that half throughout the year, making the point that genres are at best limiting and at worst deceptive. Good music is good music no matter what it's called or what category someone wants to put it in. Genre labels exist because of money and power, like so many things in society. Better known as music industry marketing. They sequester songs into categories so they can be packaged and sold to target demographics. But underlying all of that are so many assumptions and generalizations that it ultimately renders the labels meaningless bullshit. There's always an exception. And the more you see the exceptions, the more you see that the labels don't mean anything. The only reason a label should exist is if the artist, person, themselves decides that's what they want the music or them to be called. It's a way for the artist, person to define what they do, who they are, to more clearly state their identity to others in a way that they want to. And it's a personal choice no one else should make or question. Any label applied by an outside force is reductive and at its worst, divisive and discriminatory. We see that not only in the music world, but in all of society, big time. We can't get away from the stark reality of how damaging labels can be when applied by the wrong hands, which to me is anyone other than the person or people themselves, and used for the wrong reasons, which most often they are. Now, go listen to something and tell me at least 10 ways to describe it. Not one, not one genre, not two, not three. Tell me at least 10. Let's bust out of our boxes and find out how everything and everyone connect. Connect to respect. Music is as diverse as people, and yet it has a universal language, notation, rhythm, etc. What makes music so vibrant is both those commonalities and the differences, and yet that dichotomy is also what makes it so hard for us to relate to music outside of our realm of experience or, or taste or desire. We are drawn to what's familiar, what we can identify with, what we can connect to, what we desire. When we listen to a song we like, we focus on what we already know and or what we're looking for. We tend to dismiss the differences in favor of what feels right feels familiar. When those differences do grab our attention, they can be jarring, intriguing, scary, exciting, off-putting, magnetic. But we know how to integrate them because they exist within the framework of the familiar. That is a song we like. When we hear a song we don't know, but from a related musical realm, it's not hard to get it, even if we don't like it. We get why it sounds that way, what it's about, and where it's going because of how familiar it comes from a similar place and is made of similar elements it's a slightly uncomfortable but really pretty easy transition to integrate this kind of song when we hear a song completely out of our realm of experience we feel all the same things we do when hearing a foreign element in a familiar song, except not within a familiar comfortable or safe context so the negative feelings often outweigh the positive, and we tend to judge the song or style negatively as well.
like a cousin of mine who loves classical, jazz, and rock, and can't understand hip hop from those contexts, from his normal experience, so he judges hip hop harshly. But a rap within a standard pop song, he's kind of okay with because he understands the context. There's a better way to look at all of this. And that is, first, listen for what these foreign songs have in common with the songs we know and love. Find the connections between them. And there are many, no matter how different the songs may sound, because the language is universal. Listen for what's the same. Once you have some grounding in the foreignness of what you're hearing, then listen to the differences. They're important too. The things that are weird or harsh sounding to you and listen to how they fit into the whole of the song within the context of the commonalities. Do that for real. And you begin to understand the song. Just begin to understand it. It's, it's reason for being what it is and sounding how it does, the world it comes from. You will start to see it as less foreign. To see even how it fits into your experience in some way and to feel connected to it. In however small a way, you will feel a connection. And with connect comes respect. We're faced every day with news of how differently people are treated based on them not fitting into the comfortable and familiar context of the majority. We all live in the same world, but not really. We share the universal language of breathing on this earth as humans, but some people's experiences are so foreign, so outside of our realm of commonality that they and their stories can at first be off-putting, jarring, scary, even hard to believe. We can do better. We can get past that initial reaction. Start here with this. Go back and repeat everything I just said. Or if you're reading, reread everything I just said. But every time I say or write song, substitute person. Take the same approach with people. Listen and look for what's familiar, no matter how hard it seems. There are many, many things that you will find that are familiar, that are, that are common. And then pay attention to what's different, no matter how uncomfortable. Because then, within the context of those familiar things that you are seeing and hearing and feeling, the things that are not familiar, well, things that are uncomfortable, they'll start to make sense. And you'll start to connect and respect. Now go listen to two songs that are wildly different and common and tell me at least three things they have in common. Listen to a jazz song and uh, a bluegrass country song. Well, maybe not bluegrass, country, even more different. Uh, then go do that with two wildly different people and two more and two more. Connect to respect. The quarantine, one positive takeaway. Live music is lifeblood. It's community. It's a synchronous sharing with strangers and friends. It's where music was born. It's where it will always return to, no matter how long it takes us to get back there. 
What's both tragic and triumphant about humans is how impatient we are. Tragic because we often rush to desires before the time is right, as we're seeing across the country. Triumphant because we are so great at quickly finding ways around limitations. That impatience has compelled us to create technology that has changed the course of music, how it's written, produced, performed, and shared. Microphones changed popular singing from bombastic and megaphony to intimate and in-your-ear immediate. Multi-track recording made it easier to create sonic worlds out of anything. Synths and drum machines made symphonically rich visions affordable. Computers made home recording almost free, giving production and release power back to the artists. And now the internet is allowing us, among many other things, to be in people's homes, playing live across the world, all at once. We find more common ground with greater numbers and diversity than by just playing in one club on one street in one city. For all its flaws and costs, much less revenue for artists is only one example, the internet is a truly democratizing force. So what's the point of all this? Of all music and the internet, for that matter? It's to connect. There are so many reasons to hate or fear this quarantine. But one immensely positive thing is we're learning that connection can happen more often, more dynamically, and more diversely than we ever imagined. None of this will replace actual in-person performance. But live is live, even from afar. And more than that, connection is connection. We're creating connections that go beyond the music and into and through our lives. It's this immediacy and frequency of diverse, intimate connection we should take with us when this quarantine is over. Now tell me one person or band or type of music or song you saw live during this quarantine that you never would have before. It's NFL draft season, and that means it's time to start thinking about fantasy football. FantasyPoints.com features industry-leading experts and prognosticators using proprietary hand-charted data to help you score more fantasy points. FantasyPoints.com is the place to go for whatever kind of fantasy football you play. Whether you play fantasy football, daily fantasy sports, or do a little bit of everything, Fantasy Points has the meticulously researched content to guide you to victory. And why wait for the fall? Fantasy Points also covers the new spring football league, the UFL. Join the guru, John Hansen, Scott Barrett, Joe Dolan, and other massive names in the fantasy football universe with an exclusive offer. Use code Pantheon for 15% off any Fantasy Points package, including the all-in package, with access to every article, tool, and data nugget that Fantasy Points has to offer. That's FantasyPoints.com and code Pantheon for 15% off at Fantasy Points. FantasyPoints.com, code Pantheon. Score more Fantasy Points.